what are we supposed to do when we retreat and regroup? That's the rituals you do to clarify your identity, to clarify your marital mission statement before you try to re-enter again and make sure you're in harmony with it and it's been improved. And then you enter again. All right. Any questions about those concepts so far? So Christine? Just, oh, go ahead, Karen. And then Christine. I was just thinking of how resilient you would have to be to adopt the, you know, the skateboarding analogy in a relationship, right? Like it would be just so difficult. Like I just think of my own experience thinking, oh yeah, depending on which wound that just bumped into in me, maybe from my past, right? Whatever. I will think, yeah, it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it because of the pain it will cause because of the damage I will feel inside of me. And so I'll just go all the way around that. There's no way I'm going through it. I mean, and so it's, it takes a, you know, reminds me, my mom used to say, you can't go over it, can't go under it, can't go around it, you have to go through it. Right. And so I just think, yeah, that we do a lot. I do a lot to just avoid the conflict inside of me and with somebody else. And so just to say on purpose, I think I'll just visualize what that would be like if it went 30% right, you know, it's going to hurt because the other 70 is, is going to give me some bruises and, you know, I'm going to be nurturing that for maybe a week or two. And then I'll get back on the visualizing horse again and say, all right, so am I going to quit or am I going to move? It's hard. Thank you, Karen. I'd like to add a theme to that. You've prompted a, a, a parable or a, um, a metaphor, a pattern. I haven't done the math on this yet, but my rough math tells me that Christ had a ministry of three years and he had approximately 36 visits to the people. I don't have the exact numbers, but it's something like that. That's an average of one visit per month. My question became, what is he doing the other 29 days of the month? And Karen's comment about resilience, resilience isn't just a jump back on the skateboard 15 seconds later thing. I am confident that amount of energy and effort that Christ put into those visits was extremely exhausting and depleting. And I can guarantee you, he got some skateboard nicks on his shins and some sprained ankles during some of those interactions on his human side. We see him walking away sometimes. We see him, um, I'm out of here. I am out of here. And it's my understanding that he spent a lot of time alone in the wilderness with his best friends, the people he could trust or by himself either in the wood shop as a carpenter, which can be a solo job or um, in the fields or whatever work he was doing to re-anchor himself. And part of where I got this philosophy from was carefully analyzing his conversation in the Garden of Gethsemane. We start with a few comments that show a lack of resilience. Christ said something that showed a lack of resilience. Let this cup pass from me. This tells us that not wanting to go back into the fray is also Christ-like. If you are reluctant, you are being Christ-like. But then notice what he did next. He then re-anchored himself to his identity and his purpose. He re-anchored himself into, I am the Christ, I am the Savior. 
I am aware that I'm going to get hurt, but this is my identity. This is what I do. Are the people going to like it? Are the people going to celebrate it? Are the people going to be impressed? No. Are they going to be mean when I live up to my identity, my purpose? Probably. Some will love me. Some will hate me. But I will do my job again. In order for us to change the world, to change our homes, to change our families, to change our our marriages, we must keep re-entering born again. And we know it's a cycle because Alma chapter 5 says, I know you've been born again before. But have you been born again lately? Have you been born again, again? Have you been born again, again? So check yourself. Have you gone through a spiritual ceremony where you're a better person now than you were before? And how much better do you need to be to count it as being born again? From recent conference talks, apparently 1% is good enough to consider being born again. So please review your uh, homing device rituals, your tuning fork rituals? What is your version of prayer that actually works? What is your version of writing that actually gets your head clear? And if you haven't tried writing seriously, please reconsider and try it again. But it's not just the journaling that they talk about in some of those books where you're just splatting, okay? Writing is kind of like playing a musical instrument and then checking to see if it's in tune and then writing it again and you write it again, and you write it again, until it sounds the way you want your thoughts to sound. You're changing your thinking when you write. Your first draft is how your brain currently thinks, like me in fourth grade with my violin the first week. So when you listen to what you've written in a journal writing, you're supposed to go, ooh, that's probably needs some improvement there. And you may not know the science behind it, but by writing something better and better and better, it actually changes your neurology in the way you think. It actually changes the way you think when you force it to be different and more in tune with how you want to think.